Welcome back to Idea to Iteration with me, your host, Hafsa Ahmed. Honestly, I thrive off learning from experience and not necessarily my own, which is why I'm really looking forward to talking with today's guest. Today, I'm joined by Tristan Challenger, who has used determination and talent to not only pursue a creative career for himself, but also empower other young creatives to do the same. This man doesn't set limits. I mean, he literally does it all from producing and directing various projects to running his own creative agency called Free Creates. One of his biggest projects is the infamous Osmos ad featuring Norman Powell and Fred Van Vliet that I'm sure everyone in the GTA has to have seen by now. Along with that, he's also directed an award-winning BMW commercial. I recommend all listeners grab a pencil and paper because I know that today's episode will bring forth a lot of good stories and worthwhile lessons. And Tristan, welcome to the show, and I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was uh, was a cool intro. Cool intro. Not going to lie. Really cool. I appreciate everything you said. Yeah, all good. I'm super excited. I guess we'll just dive right in then. Yes, 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 yes. So I'm so interested in your career because I think the career that you created for yourself really embodies the saying, trusting the process. I mean, like you took a lot of high risk and passion to really create that high return for yourself. And I'm a huge fan of people who do that. But obviously, that takes a lot of dedication. So your journey started in Florida. So do you want to speak a little more about that and your firsthand experience with that? Of course. I would say we can backtrack just a little bit, too, if we want to. So my last year of high school, I I knew I wanted to get into business. I know like everyone in my family, my mom and my dad, they're business entrepreneurs. And so I wanted to get into business, but I didn't know what side of what aspect of business I wanted to get into. And so when, you know, the last year of high school came, I'm just like in a in a rut type of thing where I'm like, what do I want to do? And so you know, I had a law class and it was really, really boring. Um, yeah. <laughs> I would fall asleep. Honestly, I would actually fall asleep in that class. So I dropped it. I dropped, dropped it and then took media. When I took that class, I, I really didn't know, like, what I wanted to do in the class. And the teacher had us doing, like, Photoshop and animations and not my style at all. <laughs> not anything I wanted to do. I, I literally took that class because my friends were in that class and I just wanted to chill. That's all it was. Yeah, just have a little fun. <laughs> yeah, it's literally, that's literally what it was. And then I was actually not failing, but I was almost failing that class. And so the teacher was like, if you want to pass, I have this opportunity. There's a school drama play like coming up. Can you direct a music video for it? I'm like, I've never done this before, but it sounds fun, you know? Yeah. At that time, I was vlogging and we would vlog. Uh, and that's why she actually asked me to do it because... I would vlog a lot with my friends every Friday. We just like create some like next content for the last year of high school. And so I ended up doing it and fell in love with the process, fell in love with the overall like outcome of it. And I passed the class. After that, I said, okay, I really got to think about what's going to happen after, you know, high school. And so I went to Florida, stayed with my dad uh, that lives in Florida. He's a musician, actually. He's a pianist. So I stayed with him. And just wanted some peace, wanted some tranquility, wanted to be away from like this side of everything, just to yeah. kind of like, quote unquote, find myself. Like everyone that, you know, after high school, like, oh, I'm going to go a year to find myself. This time yep. I actually just went to, you know, figure it out. And when I got there, I met my dad's photographer and his friend, his friend and photographer. So he basically taught me everything I know. And once that happened, I came back and I was just like, hmm, 
this is it. This is what <laughs> this is what I want to do. And yeah, it in Florida, the like it was tough because you know I would meet up with them every day, and you know we would go on different shoots and stuff like that. And it was fun because it was something refreshing. It was something new. Uh, and again, mm-hmm. it was Florida. It's not like Canada where you know it was cold and stuff like that. It was literally like he he was so such a hippie, but like at the same time he was like an, a helicopter engineer, but also like really like high-end photographer uh he would do like restaurant shoots and all these like crazy crazy shoots and he would take me on his like boat and then we would go shoot like nature and stuff like that and even we did some air shows like we would shoot like uh like planes flying by um for like some cool air shows and stuff and you know at that at one point he went and we did a shoot together and he was just saying if this is what you want to do you gotta really like take the time and put in the effort and stuff like that and i'm like i can tell <laughs> i can tell i know i got to do that um, <laughs> yeah. so when i came back I, I literally said i'm gonna give myself a year to like try this so this is not just one year of me just figuring out there's another year now i gotta actually risk everything and put everything that i want to do on the line to figure this part of my life out and so i gave it a year and started doing a lot of weddings. So I started shooting a lot of weddings, photography and video side. So I, I started with photography on the wedding side and then transitioned over into doing videos because I was like, I could do photos, maybe I could do videos. And yeah. then I got a lot of inquiries for, you know, doing the video work. And yeah, I, I would say like that whole beginning process was really risky. And it's more so when I realized that this is all I could see myself doing, even though I knew I wanted to build something bigger than what it was i can only see myself doing that because i saw the the future and i was like okay well i found it now what <laughs> you know i found what i wanted yeah. to do now what so that's where you know the groundwork and the hard work and you know trusting the process really trusting the process started a lot of hard times a lot of hard times yeah. <laughs> but it all works out once you put in the work yeah, exactly. It's so funny that you say you got involved with school plays because they're a big part of my last few years of high school, too. Yeah, yeah. I actually hated um, the drama, like, <laughs> my drama class because it was just, I don't know. Like, yeah. That was not, I was into more basketball and all those other sides of school and trying to be, like, the cool, quote-unquote, cool, cool kid, I would say. When, you know, drama came about and she asked me, and I, I just love the process, like, going and seeing what the way they rehearse and stuff like that and I was just really involved at one point and yeah I just fell in love with it literally fell in love with that teacher really saved my life she she said like what I'm doing today is I 100% because of her because I know if I had to do animations and photoshop I would quit Mm -hmm. if she didn't tell me if she didn't tell me Tristan do this music video I'd have probably been doing something else completely she's an artist too so she's still Mm -hmm. and stuff like that I want to just like call her or talk to her and say thank you because it's it's such a a blessing to be where I'm at right now and to know that's like the cause mostly of it no you should definitely reach out yeah yeah <laughs> she, she likes my photos on Instagram so I know she's still around yeah she's yeah. amazing yeah that's good to hear so you said that like you were kind of unsure about going into the whole career in your yeah. first and second year but what was that moment where you were like I think this is what I'm gonna do like I'm gonna move forward with this um there were a few moments of that but I would say the initial was the initial was a reaction that I was getting from a video that I did with this one girl her name's Acre actually Uh, I did Mm -hmm. a video 
we went to Toronto and then we were just like shooting. The video came out like crazy. Like it's, it blew up on YouTube and all that stuff. And I started like getting all these messages from people saying, oh, this is dope, this is dope. I want to, I want to shoot a video, I want to shoot a video. And then a lot of wedding inquiries were from that, that video as well. Like engagement videos and stuff like that. Everyone loved the, like the aesthetic and you know how it was and just the storytelling behind it. And after that, I was like, hmm, I can make someone else's like life you know like happier mm -hmm. and there's a this is a memory that they can keep forever right so once i once i found that out and i could do that for a lot of people then i'm like this is this is definitely what i want to do this is definitely what i want to do yeah yeah no feedback definitely helps you discover your skills within yourself when you have that doubt speaking about the doubt though through those first two years were there any moments where you doubted what you were doing or the people around you doubted your choices 100%, 100%. I was, the the first couple of years, actually, I was still working at McDonald's, actually. Yeah, I was working at McDonald's, mm -hmm. and I would do overnight shifts. So the way it would work is that I would work overnight, but then I would also shoot during the day. So I would have a shoot in the day, and then still overnight. So I was not sleeping. I was not sleeping oh at my all. Oh, God. Um, yeah. And it was for, I think, two years. But before that, I was working at McDonald's for another four years. So I only knew McDonald's. That was my first job. When, you know, I started working there, I, I went there more so just to make money. And then it grew for more from that and being more so like, oh, I get to meet new people every day. And this is like relationships I'm building with these customers every morning. You have like a certain crowd at night, like a more energetic, energetic crowd at midnight versus like the 7 a.m. Uh, guys that come in. And it's just like me meeting these two types of energies. I understand how to like interact and how to, you know, customer service basically. So yeah, it was, it was really tough because I was doing those two jobs and still not making money, you know, like I was, I was making enough, but still like, is this, is this it? Like, you know, like, is this what I, I, I want to do? And again, it was struggling because everyone was like, uh, you need to go get a job. You need to go, go to school, go to do this and do that. I'm just like, Trust me, it's it's uh it's it's working out, and I'm I'm trying, you know, I'm really trying. So when when I realized that there's some times when you're so down bad that you sort of just start crying. I like I'm not one to like cry often at all, and so I remember like you know one time I was just crying. I'm just like, is this it? Like this is is this really you know the rest of my life? And I'm just like, nah, it's not. It's not. It's just like the this this time. So working overnight shifts and going to shooting in the daytime, my mom thought was crazy. She was just like, nah, you need to, you yeah. need to fix your life. And I told her, like, just trust me. And she's like, I trust it. But at the same time, it's the results that I'm seeing. It's like not there. I'm like, yeah, you're seeing the current results, not the, the future ones, right? So I, mm -hmm. it, it's one of those things where you actually, you see more than what someone else sees for you. If you can understand that where you're going is the place that you want to be at, no one else could tell you like, oh, you're not going to be here. You're not going to get there because you know that and you know whatever it takes, you have to do it in order to get there. So, yeah, working overnights and then working in the daytime, it was it was normal for me for, for two years. Yeah, yeah, so. I know that's actually very true. There's not like re really any metric for time and effort for your passion. That's kind of no. you figure it out yourself. And it's it's crazy that you say that like you cried at one point and you felt like yeah. there was no going further but it's always that point that once you overcome it I swear yeah. to god you always find the better after it yeah well it, beca it became a point where I was just like 
I was spending a lot of money on equipment and fueling this passion with the money that I'm making from overnight, right? My overnight shifts. After that, I realized like um, I have to I have to focus more on what I'm aiming for instead of focusing on what I, I have right now because what I have right now was nothing. <laughs> you know what I had then. Sorry, it was nothing, and then it was just like, how do I continue this with nothing? So. Yeah, make not nothing into something, basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, it all worked out in the end. You've done so many crazy <laughs> projects by now. Which one has been your favorite one out of all of them? Uh, that's a good question. You know what? I'd say every shoot becomes my favorite shoot only because, like, the people are better. So the last one I did with Tommy, mm-hmm. it was amazing because it was raining that day and it was, like, snowing and it was, like, such a weird day that the day before was sunny and the day after was sunny. And then that day that we were filming was like hail for some reason. Yeah. And the whole scope of the video was to make it look like it's a sunny day. And so there's just a lot of magic that needed to happen. And the set was just beautiful. And the idea and the concept and everything was just like fun. When we did that, I just like, I was like, damn, this is, this is fun. <laughs> this is amazing. I've had, I've had lots of amazing shoots, even like traveling, going to Montreal, going to Vancouver going to Albert, like going all like all these places just to, to work. I like traveling for, for work as well. So those trips are the best. Yeah, they're, they're really tough because it's a lot of filming, but it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, no, I can see the traveling shoots be so much fun. I feel like when you change your atmosphere, it just yeah. inspires you more. It right. generates all your ideas that way. Well, the one thing I would say is every shoot for me is changing my atmosphere because yeah. That's the one thing I love about what I do is because it's always different. No, no two jobs are the same. It's always changing. New people I'm meeting every day. My team, we're just like constantly shape shifting into creating something new, and so it's 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 fun. Every every time we do a different shoot, it's a different environment, different vibe. So yeah, 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 definitely. And that was so cool. I watched the music video and I saw the behind the scenes and I was like, no way was it raining that day. Yeah. I can't believe. Yeah, it was raining that day. It was like really bad. It was like, <laughs> yeah. it's sad. it was sad. But my guys, they're really good. They're really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. The power people and equipment really came through. Oh, the team. And I, I can't stress, I, I can't do anything in this industry without having a team i mean you can get places but having a team and power in numbers i I really i really stress that there's power in numbers and having the right uh, group of people around you is gonna lead to success not on both your side but everyone else's as well and that's my my job is to help others like that's literally my job to Mm -hmm. help others so yeah no i agree i love that you say like power in numbers because i feel like some people often negate their mind to believing that I need to build this for myself and it's just yeah, me like yeah. I can't I can, nobody else is going to help me I'm going to do this for myself but like mm-hmm. you need people it's the oh, hard for truth sure. for sure yeah you, it's not like you know every single aspect of everything right and so even though I try to learn a bit of everything and that's how I'm able to do what I'm doing is because I know a bit of everything um is having the people that are actually like their expertise is that one one side of it right so once you can find yeah. the people that are good at what they do, then you can build off of each thing instead of you trying to learn and try to know bits and pieces of everything. It doesn't, it takes a lot longer for you to build that way and building mm-hmm. with uh, a set of people. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
So speaking about your projects, one of the bigger ones or where you've seen a lot of success has been the Osmos ads, both last year and this year. So I want to know how that's made you feel and how you've seen a shift in your mindset since that mindset in Florida where you were kind of scared about what you were doing. Mm -hmm. So for these Osmos projects, uh, my guy, Adil, his name is Adil Shamsi. He's a director as well. He's the director on these projects. And him and I, like, we started working together back in 2017, I'd say, with Imagination. That's when that whole thing started. And we we were just starting small. You know, we, we started doing all these smaller projects. And with the Osmos project, we actually, we did, like, an interview, like, a small interview with Mr. Osmos before. And then yeah. we realized that, you know, we can do something bigger. So he came and then spoke to us and then wanted to do something big. And when that Norman Powell friend Van Vliet commercial arose, it was like, dude, this is this is a game changer right now. This is gonna be this is gonna be something crazy. And you know, we did that. We we shot that project, the first one. We did two with them. So we did two, one with Norman and then two with two with Norman, sorry, and then one with Fred and Norman together, basically. And so the first one we did, that one was like it got numbers and it was crazy. That was during the championship time when we actually won the championship. So mm -hmm. we got lucky because we won <laughs> that year and yeah. then we also did that commercial. And so everyone would actually like go to Osmos and, you know, they wanted to have that as their pregame like meal and stuff like that. And it was such a success, su successful video that when even when we did a shoot over in in Vancouver, we did a shoot over in Vancouver and we saw the commercial on the TV and we we're like, yo, this is crazy. This is actually, you yeah. know, crazy, crazy. And so, yeah, it's, it shifted my mindset a lot because I was just like, this is something that I know I want to do like forever, for sure, for sure. After I realized like, this is the level that we can be at. But even before that, when, you know, I was smaller and still like trying to figure it out, I knew I couldn't see myself doing anything else. But at that level, once you, you're working with these other people, it's like, there's no going down. Like you can't go, don't, you're not going down from there. So yeah. only up. So we started working and doing a couple more commercials with uh, Osmos and we're on our third set now. So it's it's been a good run. And uh, I did this one project with uh, Universal uh, Music Canada. And it was, it was, it was really cool because we had billboards on Young and Dundas. So that was like a, and so I, I think those moments are really cool. And then also uh, just having your work everywhere, uh, seen everywhere and impacting people. I think that's the, my biggest thing is wanting to impact others. That's, that's all I care about. Like we have work everywhere. And once it's a meaningful project, then, and it's being impactful, then I'm like, okay, this is, this is what I rather, it's about like. Yeah, it's definitely rewarding in that recognition, but making that impact, I think, is the biggest thing for anyone like it yeah. gets that point yeah because you, you know those ones where you're you're watching a youtube video or something and you see a commercial pop up and like, oh, another commercial but when it's something yeah. that is hitting like it hits then you actually like you pay attention you watch it but i i think those are the ones that i try to like i'm more into the commercial world I and mean, I like making those like, you know, random commercials that you see on YouTube. So please watch the commercials. <laughs> please watch all commercials, all ads, um, because that's my job. Uh, but no, I like the, where, where the fun comes in is when I'm able to impact others and they, they feel something behind it. So, yeah.
Yeah, and you've definitely taken a, upon free creates to really do that. But I want to yeah. touch on that afterwards. So yes, let's yes. save that best for last, of course. But you did say that at one point you realized that there was really not going down from where you were at. There, you were only going up. But I feel like even when you are going up, you do face some slight downfalls where you come across some failures or some roadblocks and I want to know about a time where you put in a lot of time and effort and energy towards a project or an experience in your career and you didn't see the results you expected from it and how that made you feel (laughs) um that's actually a really good question uh and I would say first off my my job is not just an executive producer or a director. It's more so professional problem solver, which is exactly mm-hmm. like what we do on a daily basis. We pro- we solve we problem solve. And so when it comes to like thinking of it as a failure, that's like again going the negative route. I never I never think of it as like oh this is a failure. This is more so a lesson for the next time. And there's always a, another opportunity that's that's gonna arise. And once you continue to have a positive mindset, I feel like you're able to continue on and you're going to be able to progress better the, the second time around. And so a one, one project that we worked on that I would say was like, this was four years ago, maybe 2017. Mm-hmm. 2017. Yeah. So 2017, like mid or later on in 2017, as like our projects and we started to like grow rapidly, we worked on this one project uh, with this cool artist. He actually is big on TikTok right now. He makes like these like beats. Uh, and so basically we did a music video. And when we did that music video, it was like a 36 hour shoot. Cause you know, we were so passionate about it. And we went like full on like two days of just like filming. <laughs> um, yeah. He had to go on tour or something. I can't, I can't remember. He had to go on a tour. So we needed to get some critical shots and we did everything. And, you know, we thought it was like the best thing ever. Uh, the video never came out. It just never oh worked out. It, yeah. It, it was like we built all these crazy cool rigs and all the things. But I guess like there was just like certain things about the shoot that just never went the way we expected it to go. Um, and so it, that was one of the moments where I was just like, damn, a lot of time. And it never came out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Again, that was just the beginning of what was to come about, like, shoots that we take a we spend a lot of time on that never comes out. I also did a shoot with a really big artist, actually. We were shooting out in the forest, and it was, like, overnight shoot. Like, we shot overnight, long hours in the middle of nowhere, like, bugs and everything. And the shoot looked amazing. It looked like it was amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. That came out either. Uh and this oh was, was, was like 20, 2019, 2018, 2019, 2019. Mm-hmm. Or 2020, actually. 2020, yeah. That was last year. Okay, all so. the years mixed up at this point. <laughs> I am, yeah. No, I, the one thing about being in this industry, I don't see time at all. I really don't. Yeah. It's so rapid. Like last year, last year was like the best year of our life, even though it was like the worst year of our everyone's you know, life. Everyone's <laughs> life is because like we're able to connect more and build a lot more within that down period downtime and so I don't know like it was we go through a lot of those periods where we have a lot of projects that we do and then they just never come out and so I'm I'm used to it by now I'm not I'm not faced by it anymore it's one of those things where we look at it and we like okay the opportunity was there we were able to be together on set and have fun and shoot and um, 
create cool content. But even though it never came out further down the line, we can create something along those lines. So. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm glad that you do keep a positive mindset because if you do let yourself address it as a failure, it's going to be literally just that in your mind. Exactly. I never, yeah, I never think of it as a failure because as soon, again, as you say, as soon as you feel think of it as a failure, it is a failure, right? If you think of it mm-hmm. as an opportunity to understand like this. And one thing about us, again, is like we're shooting something new and somewhere new every day. And so that's a, that's now a cool location. That's now a cool idea. That's we're seeing more and learning more as we go along, right? Every single day that we're on set, we're learning something new, every single yeah. day. And so, regardless of whether or not it, the video comes out or not, we're still we still walked away with something uh, new in our pocket. So yeah, yeah, exactly. The lessons learned way more than the actual outcome of the project. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But since you are such a huge entrepreneur and you do have such a creative career built out for yourself, one thing that I really did want to ask you about was the impact of hustle culture towards you specifically, because I feel that hustle culture has become huge in North America and I see it affect myself even, um, mm-hmm. where you feel like you're not doing enough, even though you are achieving a lot. So how has that impacted you and what are your thoughts on it? So I was actually thinking about that two nights ago uh, where I'm just like, I, I think I came across a TikTok or something it was where it's like, you're in, you're in no rush, you know, life is no rush. I think society just puts a time on everything and you should be like this person at this time in your life. And that's why everyone's hustling. And that's why everyone is like trying to be this next person because social media portrays a lot of these like younger creatives that are like big on TikTok and all these other people that are young but successful it really pushes the younger you know entrepreneurs and all these people that are actually trying to make a, a name for themselves to want to be somewhere faster and i would say it's not about like the hustle culture is more so just like i want to continue to keep growing right and mm-hmm. There is two perspectives you can look at it from. You can say, okay, well, I just want to make a lot of money or I just want to keep continue creating and also impact more and more people as I go along, right? And I'm on the side of like impacting more people as I go along. And the more I could do, the more I can impact, you know? And so my hustle culture is actually just like making sure every single day I, I know I could feed someone else. I can, you know, help someone else grow and help someone else actually, you know, not stress about their life or their problems. And yeah, I think once you look at it in a way of like not just for the money, hustle culture yeah. is like a, a positive thing. It's not it's not just about, you know, overworking yourself and doing the most. A lot of people say, yeah, you're doing the most. Like it's not about doing the most. It's actually just being able to do uh, a lot that would, again, impact others and you can kind of like pay for it. Yeah, hustle no. culture, I really, I really do believe in hustle culture. It depends on what, what uh, your intentions are. Yeah, that's a really cool perspective you take on. I've never thought of it like that. You're kind of saying that like hustle culture is more based on your own values and hustling to really maximize on those values. I think that's super cool that you do say that. Yeah, thank you. One other thing that I did want to ask you about, the fact that you ventured into music last year. I want to know what really inspired you to want to do that and what was that experience like for you? Okay, uh, since we're going to run out of my music... (laughs) (laughs) um no I actually it's crazy because I again last year was the best year of my life because we basically grew like as a team and 
that last year we actually had this project of like building a studio and so my my guy Debo he he built out a studio called Cube and we would always be there and you know it's that's literally like our home so basically when we're when we're there and we're just like chilling and there's a studio inside there right and yeah. Debo I remember one night he was uh rapping and I'm just like that's kind of cool and I hopped on the mic and then I we're just like back and forth doing some stuff and then I'm like you know what I want to do something crazy for my birthday so my next birthday I'm gonna do something really uncomfortable I'm gonna create a song and so <laughs> I've never thought of myself as an artist my dad's a singer my dad's a pianist but I I went on the unconventional route with just being a creative that's doing something different yeah completely. he's still a creative my all everyone in my family mom's an interior designer but um, everyone's like you know creative in my family and so I never thought I had the chance to really like explore other options like singing and stuff I never thought of it and so when I did that I was just like hmm I, <laughs> I, uh, I think I could I think I could do something with it and I literally stayed in the studio for like five nights straight and just like yeah. wrote with friends came up with you know this song it was about the I don't know, this song was just an idea of like past, present and future and about someone, you know? And so, yeah, I just dabbled into the, the idea of being an artist. And uh, some people, you know, really thought of it as like, I was taking it super serious. I mean, I could. Uh, yeah. People were telling me I should, but it was just something I thought was pretty cool. No, I thought, I, I thought it was so good for, especially the first song, I listened to it and I was like, no way, this man can sing too? Like, that's crazy. I, I really, um, I have a few other songs that are less auto-tune in a sense, because I actually didn't want that much auto-tune, because it sounds better without the auto-tune. Mm -hmm. I think the next song, if I do a song, uh, would be with a bigger artist, actually. I have, I have a few artists that are down to actually do collabs, which would be pretty cool. Yeah, that and, is you know, we could do something with it. Yeah. I actually never mentioned this, but I think my first, one of my first videos was, was with uh, someone, his name is Ali Gady. But my first, first video that I did, I would say, like we used to do a lot of videos together, like just create music videos and stuff. And he worked at McDonald's with me. So we were just like, kind of like creating together at one point. And then, yeah, that was, that was like my transition into like understanding music and liking the music and stuff like that. So I never thought of myself to be like, <laughs> Yeah, but you got to do something out of your comfort zone at 100%. some point. You always push yourself beyond what you're think what you think right now is capable. You're capable of 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Well, are we expecting a music video for that or so, Funny story. <laughs> we actually did shoot a music video for it on my birthday, but my birthday party. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that's ever coming out. I, I don't think it's what? ever seeing the light of day. I might, but I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe, maybe for this birthday you drop the music video. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Maybe, maybe I might, I might redo the music video. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I look forward to it. That'd be crazy. That'd be good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's talk about free creates. Yes. Throughout the whole interview, you said that the most important thing to you is really making an impact on people, and I yeah. think you really get to emphasize on that with free creates. And it's so cool because your life really does come full circle from starting in a creative agency to basically creating your own. Yeah. So what has that experience been like for you? And what's the real purpose behind Free Create? So with Imagination, we work together. We're still working together, actually doing a short film right now. What I wanted to do with Free Creates was create something that is 
for creatives that are not as fortunate in a sense where it's like a lot of people want to go to a film school and they pay 30,000 and that was actually a route that I was going to take when I came back but I, I said no I'm not going to do that um, yeah. I went through the interview and everything for uh, film school and I was like when I did the interview he was talking about st- stuff that I already knew and I'm just like this makes no sense I could I could just continue doing what I'm doing and grow as um, working every day but with free creates what it is it's basically this idea of empowering creatives to seeing their potential basically and seeing the fact that it's not about just like spending a million dollars on going to school uh, in order to get into this industry it's also understanding that it's the team that you're able to work with and growing with the team and having someone there to actually guide as well uh, and my my whole journey I just wanted to make sure that I can pay it forward you know and so mm-hmm. helping, helping other creatives like get into this industry and then also like grow from it and actually love it is like the best best feeling ever it's not even anything like you know it's not for me it's it's a best feeling for me in the sense of like I can see them progressing and actually loving it but also it's the idea of knowing that someone else has been impacted and someone else can like actually pay forward to someone else and so free creates actually started as an idea of a nonprofit organization that I wanted to do back in 2018 and it was called Empower Canadian Creatives, right? Mm-hmm. And that was a nonprofit I wanted to do. The reason it fell through is because I, I wanted to do more than just have workshops and stuff like that. I wanted to be able to like have them work in person with me all the time and then actually grow. And so having uh, a bunch of different directors and stuff like that on the team and actually curate, like helping them curate more content, and, you know, doing all these things, I think was the best route to go with it. And so, yeah, we have a, a good amount of directors and, you know, every day we're growing, every day we're getting new projects and I'm trying to like, you know, push them out here and there to, to work on them. The, the goal, the end goal of this is to make sure that we impact at least 100,000 people. Yeah. yeah, I love to hear it. And it's so great because you do help so many different people see their possibility and their talent because there's a lot of people who really limit their mindset on that aspect that they don't have that for themselves. And mentors are so important towards maximizing your mindset towards that. Um, something I did want to ask you about, about owning a company and being a mentor for so many people is how do you measure that success for yourself with the company? And where do you see this company even going in the future? So right now um, the goal is to make sure that we're working with the biggest companies, right? Like all all the biggest brands right now we're doing stuff with Sephora we're doing stuff with Olay we're doing stuff with Walmart like a, a bunch of you know really big companies and so I, I would say like it's it's growing and the success rate would be again having a hundred thousand people we've impacted that many people and it doesn't have to be through just them being a director on free creates it can be again the paying it forward situation where a director on my team is able to bring on his own team and being being able to like bring in his people and again just pay for it in that sense and so if we can get to a hundred thousand I feel like that would be uh you know an amazing thing and free creates is, an, is just an idea but it's a subsidiary um it's going to be a like we're going to have subsidiaries where we're going to have a management agency as well being able to manage talent you know and actually like getting them into again new gigs and because we're shooting so often we always need people and talent right so being able to have a talent management agency is actually going to be something that is further down the line, but a possibility that we're pushing for. 
No, it's so great to hear all the plans you have in place for free creates, and I'm so excited to see where it all goes. Thank you. Thank you. But overall, everything you've said in this whole interview has been so knowledgeable, and I feel like it's brought so much advice to not only me, but to all viewers. So thank you so much for your time. You have yeah. such crazy experiences I didn't even know about. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. We could go all day, but I, I know I, I would just like, it's years of stories. Yeah. <laughs> it's stories, so I just wanted to share a few of them. So. Yeah, you're going to keep gathering them all up. But yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do have one final question. Yes. So I want to know what's one piece of advice that either you give others or you live by? So I would say, again, don't focus on just making a million dollars right away. Focus on what you actually want to do for the rest of your life. Because if you can, if you can see that, the money is going to come regardless. And that's, like, that's, that's not me just saying that. That's a promise. That's literally a promise. And it's, it's one thing where it's like, yeah, but I don't know what I want to do. It's like, see all the things that you're doing right now. See the things that you like and try to, to focus, focus on it and also understand that it's what you're doing right now doesn't mean that's what you're going to be doing for the rest of your life. You, you see all the things like for me, I thought I was going to be an accountant, you know? And so trying, thinking of that's where I was, go I was going and then comparing to now, it's like completely, literally, literally opposites. And so understanding that your passion is what fuels uh, your happiness. The growth is going to come once you're able to know what you want to do and how happy you are. So doing it. Yeah, money doesn't necessarily mean happiness. And I love how you phrase that lesson. But before I let you go, do you want to quickly shout out your company and where listeners can find you? So uh, if you want to find me, you could find me at Tristan.Challenger on Instagram. And my company is called Free Creates, F-R-E-E-C-R-E-A-T-E-S dot C-A dot com. I got both domains because, you know, I had to. <laughs> uh, so freecreates.ca is the Instagram and freecreates.com is a website that is under renovations right now. So, but thank you so much for having me and I uh, can't wait to have this be out and, you know, share with everyone. Yeah, no, thanks so much for coming on. Like, it's honestly been an honor and I'm so excited for other listeners to really tune in and see and learn from your experiences, honestly. But with that being said, thanks so much for listening today, guys. And I hope you're excited for future episodes. Mm -hmm.